Welcome to Profiles in Business. My name is Kyle Marshall. Andrea Cox is obsessed with dying, but maybe not in the way you expect. She's not here to sell you the latest urn or a fancy casket. Instead, she wants to make sure you and your family have those, at times, difficult conversations so that people aren't left wondering what to do after you pass away. We recently jumped onto a Zoom call with each other, and I started off by asking her to explain exactly what her business was all about. So people think that getting affairs in order is my business. It is not my business. So Assurance Life of Canada is the funeral funder for pre-arrangement. So about 95% of the funeral homes work at Assurance Life of Canada. So what happens is that when someone passes away, Assurance Life of Canada pays the funeral home within one to two business days. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, funeral homes have their own pre-arrangers inside the funeral home. I work with Assurance Life of Canada itself. So what I have to do, because I don't work with a specific funeral home, I have to get my own clientele. So that's why I am a little bit different different than an actual funeral home, because I can write business into pretty much any funeral home as long as I'm able to build that relationship. So that's why I'm a little bit different. So people have life insurance, which is great. Um, And life insurance is pretty much to replace people's income when they pass away. Um, And a lot of people don't look at their final expenses, because although we have life insurance, in most cases, it ends by a certain time. And then after, there's nothing to cover funeral arrangements. So what I've done, because obviously, I'm more on the funeral side, I've created this Getting Affairs in Order webinar. And I did a Let's Talk show just to create awareness, to start the conversation. Because just like, you know, talking about AIDS, it's just like talking about sex, mental illness. And that's the thing that mental illness is now more coming out, right? Which is really good. Yeah. You, you hear more people talk about mental illness now more than ever, which is really, really, really good. So yeah, so it's one of those taboo discussions. But unfortunately, when someone passes away, there's a lot of problems that come with it. Because of course, we don't have the discussion with our families. Our family doesn't know what, you know, what we want. It's a lot of confusion. Well, you know, dad had this and dad didn't have it. Dad just talked to somebody. So you never put nothing in place. So it's almost like the biggest enemy when someone dies is confusion and mm-hmm. um, an assumption. To jump back in time, where were you born? Yeah, I was born here in Calgary. Oh, so you're one of the few people who were born and raised in Calgary. One of the few. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up here then, like what kind of jobs did you have before you know striking out as an entrepreneur? Yeah, for sure. So I did a lot of customer service roles. My first job was working at New York Fashion. That's the clothing store. I didn't last long there, though. I think I was only there for about a month. And then um, I did babysitting jobs. And then I worked in, in, in market research. So I did, you know, contact people to do surveys. I did that for years. That was my mm-hmm. job all through high school and, and some of college. And then from there, I worked with the, um, the employment agencies where I did temporary contracts. And then... I went to England, actually, for about two years. I did the work holiday visa for two years. Mm. It was awesome because I did a lot of traveling. So I traveled all over Europe. My favorite destination was Egypt. Why Egypt? Oh, my gosh. It's just beautiful. I, I remember we did a boat ride. And, oh, my goodness. Like, the boats were just beautiful. There was thousands of them. Like, it was just, oh, my goodness. And then we saw the pyramids. And... We we just did a lot of um, activities while we were there. The weather was beautiful. And I don't know, we just had a really good time there. 
our excursions every day we did different excursions so it was just neat like and we went we rode a camel <laughs> and that hopefully didn't spit on you <laughs> <laughs> no but it's just so funny because when you go on a camel like for the camel to get up it has to go it gets up with its back legs first right so you right, literally yeah, have to yeah. hold on dear life because yeah, it itself up yeah. exactly and it's like you can easily fall over because it's like you're holding on because you're like facing down right so <laughs> it's funny because some of the guys have to like hold people's shoulders to keep them up while the camel is standing up because you can fall so yeah that was a great experience i just think like going to those types of places too you just feel so tied to human history yeah. in, in a way that you no necessary gate here because I often think about how at least here in Calgary, like the oldest buildings you're going to get up to is you might get a hundred years old or like yeah. they can touch above that. Yeah. And there, when you go and look at the pyramids, like these are centuries yeah. old exactly. that we're looking at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like even being in London and like traveling different parts within Europe, like those buildings, exactly centuries centuries like the history is just and it's just beautiful architect down there mind you one of my favorite places is spain i just think mm. what is it that i liked about spain it was just interesting to me because you know being born and raised here in in calgary we're more casual and that's another thing because you know working in england it was more you know soup right so yeah. it was totally different for me there and then when you go to Spain, like the ladies there, they're just always dressed up to the nines. Like you never see a female <laughs> there in like joggers. Like it was just so different, right? Their Lululemon pants aren't going to be worn around there? No, it's all dressed up to the nines with their heels on. And then they have their fiesta where everything is closed for two hours during lunchtime. You can't get nothing at that time. But yeah, it was, it was quite the experience. So, uh, like, you're going on all these experiences. Like, how did you find yourself getting into the funeral industry in the first place? <laughs> I, that's a good question. Back to my careers, I actually worked as a staffing consultant for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And I got laid back. I got laid off. My goodness. I think it might have been, like, 2014 or something. And while I was looking for work, I was... I don't know how I got my resume into this one company and it's a unionized insurance company. And I went in there for an interview and I really saw the why when it came to insurance products. But anyhow, long story short, my job at that place was to go to union members' homes and explain to them permanent benefits. And one was a funeral policy. And, you know, I would go to the different members' homes. And I was traveling all over Alberta, visiting different union members. And um, I met with this one gentleman, and I was explaining to him the funeral coverage. And he told me that he doesn't need it because he's not going to die. <laughs> and, oh, my okay. goodness, this guy was a spirit of a heart attack. Like, And I was like, okay. And when we would sit down with these union members, we would ask the question, um, you know, do you have, you know, your will? And in most cases, when I go to people's homes, they didn't have a will. And I went to this couple's home and I asked them the question and they both told me yes. And I was so surprised. Like, you know, why do you have a will? Because I'm not used to that answer. Most people tell yeah, me yeah. no, right? And they told me that they have the will because they have a close family friend who actually died from domestic violence. 
And when Oof. they went to the funeral, the children came with social services. And that's when it hit them that they need to get their wills in place. So if anything happens to them, they have the choice and the say as to what happens to their children. Right. So that hit me with a ton of bricks, like, oh my goodness. So from there, I realized there's a missing piece because we don't talk about death. No one wants to deal with that. But when we deal with it beforehand and put something in place, it makes life a whole lot easier for our loved ones, right? Because in most cases, when someone passes away, there's a lot of confusion. There's family breakups. You know, where's the money coming from? That income is gone. There's lots that ends up happening with families for something that's literally going to happen for all of us, right? So. Yeah. I ended up um, with the license that with one of the license that I have, I ended up sitting in a five day course to renew my license. And in most cases, when people renew their license with the um, Alberta Insurance Board, they would just do their continuing ed course. And I actually did a sit, I, I sat in class for five days and there was someone there from one of the funeral homes. And, you know, they were pretty much saying that, you know, things with the funeral homes has changed a bit. And this is why they were coming to get their license. So from there, I realized that there was a change. And I thought, you know what, maybe this is something that I might want to get into. I wasn't too sure. And when I stopped working with that unionized place, I contacted the owner of that school and said, you know what, I think I want to get into funeral prearrangements. But even though I said it, I already had it in my mind that I didn't want to sell caskets. I didn't want to sell mm. urns. So although I wanted right. to get into it, I still had it in my mind what I did not want to do. You know what I mean? So yeah. anyways, they ended up sending me to someone or referring me to someone in BC in what in this business. And while I was waiting for that person to get back to me, I was starting to go to different funeral homes to more understand how this industry works. And then when I did start working with these guys out of BC, one of them asked me, like, you know, do you want to take a license? And I thought to myself, my gosh, what is this license about? Because I was not in the position to, you know, go back to school or I didn't have time for that. Right. So yeah, I ended up taking this second license. And it's funny because they're like, tell me, yeah, you're going to have to, you know, witness a cremation. And they tell me all the stuff I had to do. And I'm just like, listen. <laughs> I'm an HR person, okay? This whole funeral thing is not for me. I don't want no part of it. But, you know, I didn't want to go too deep into it. But you know what? The more that I was researching it and the more that I did the course, the more I realized that there's so much to this industry that people do not know. And once again, it's going to affect all of us. So that's how I pretty much ended up in it. And then from there, I created the Getting Your Affairs in Order seminar just to more help people educate people on this topic because we don't yeah. want to talk about it right and it's more of an education piece and a mind change more than anything else and then it's just pretty much taken off from there i just think it's so important and like you you mentioned how death and funerals are such taboo topics that people don't want to talk about them and yet they're some of like the most important conversations right. you need to have. Right. Uh, I don't know if my family's just weird, but like my parents both have said like, have had th th those tough conversations with us about oh. like, this is kind of what we want to happen after we're dead. <laughs> you know, awesome. type of thing. So at least we know we, ha we have that in our heads. You have um, it, right? Yeah. And instead of trying to think it's like, what would mom want us to do? It's like, we know. Like, you this is what guys she said. know, right. And, you know, and that's the thing is that having these conversations, 
death has no discrimination. Mm-hmm. It's affecting all different ages. So, you know, I'm trying to help people understand that it's not just about our parents. It's about us, too. You know what I mean? Because so many young people are passing away also and just having these, you know, candid conversations. And I and it's a whole lot easier to have this conversation when someone is alive. No one is, you know, no one is terminally ill. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, because when we sit down with people and we go through our consultations, like, you know, you laugh, you have fun and, you know, you get all that information beforehand as opposed to when something happens and you know you have to make such there's so much involved in final wishes you know it takes us five months a year to you know plan a wedding Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know to plan a birthday party to plan an anniversary but when it comes to celebration of life when it comes to a death it is so quick and our thinking is compromised and we feel sore for that person and it's a way that we overspend because it's emotional spending. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it takes away that burden from our loved ones when we actually, for instance, go into the funeral home beforehand, put things in place because it's night and day when a family or someone goes into a funeral home and they know that it's done already. And the final wishes are with the funeral home. The funeral home has all the information as opposed to someone who has absolutely no clue because when someone passes away and you know, the doctor calls the family or the nurse, like, you know, the first question they're going to ask is, you know, what funeral home do we contact? Well, the confusion starts from there. You know what I mean? Who do we call? What do we do? And this is where it starts instantly, as opposed to someone doing it all, you know, and comforting, just like with your parents, you know, they, they've already told you. So you guys are already halfway there. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. you're, you'd be fully there if they've done all that already. So just night and day. So if someone wanted to set up a one-to-one conversation with you, how would they do that? They could reach out to me. Um, and what our one-to-one conversations look like is that we, first of all, it is free. And we, you know, get an understanding as to what your final wishes are. We go through what your options are and, you know, there's a payment plan. Um, they've actually made it so that it fits into people's budget. And obviously one of the, the nice things about prearranging is that you lock in today's dollars with the funeral home. So every year funeral cost goes up so that when something happens, your family comes to the funeral home and all the information is with the funeral home in advance. It's pretty easy, easy conversation. And that's pretty much what the consultations look like. Also, when people actually do the one-to-one conversations with us, they also get um, a wishes and memories booklet. And pretty much it's a book that all the stuff that you kind of have in your mind, you're able to write it out, right? So it's not just stored in your head because as one said, one being dead, they're not cooperative (laughs) at all. So the more that you're able to put on paper to bring your family peace of mind, the easier it is during that devastating time. So overall, we just try to get an understanding as to what their final wishes are. So whether they want to be buried, if they want to be cremated, some people want to be repatriated back home. We get an understanding of that, especially when it comes to those who want to be buried, um, you know, like a, a traditional full service funeral. 
because there's two funeral costs. There is the funeral home cost and there's cemetery costs. And a lot of people don't understand that. So we help people understand what is the cost that is with a funeral. So we go through their options. We'll go through packages. We'll go through different payment options, payment plans, and they could prepay for a service that they'll be using later on in life. And if someone wants to register for one of the webinars or even to book a one-to-one, they can go to www.myeventsite.ca slash or forward slash G-Y-A-I-O. That's Get Your Affairs in Order. That's what that little acronym stands for. That's what it stands for, yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with me here today, Andrea. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. All the links to follow up with Andrea are in the show notes. Until we speak again, have a great day.